this the life that I live No, this the life that I want Fuck it, this the life that I want Is this the life that I need But this the life that I hope Keep me back to life Cause now my life is like boats At rest, that's a wreck I wish you best You think I don't Cause I caused you worse Than my defense No, I ain't loving you The way that you want me to Think I don't care for you Cause I ain't showing you The shit that I did when we first got together That's called a cupcake phase And face a cupcake mate Be sweeter than feelings That I felt there for It's easy to leave She thinking shit I even got my feelings involved Let this nigga even have fucking feelings at all And I don't feel it at all The guilt and the pleasure I'm pleased to get in them drawers Feeling like graffiti trying to get in the walls And we was wrong So excessive with your curves and your treasures. That ass is so fat and so precious. Keep them bands up like a Jew, I do Born when a room of legends, they see me Born center on a ledge, I'm feeling free They poppin' perky, they just itchin', go to sleep 
I smoke my dope and let the people have their team They on the brink if they some shots up in the sea No, I'm dying, filthy, rich if anything Ayy, catch up mustard, uh, she might lay night duster Yes, please, bitches think they next tough business is me Plus a hundred, I son did it, made me grateful Ay, Say I'm on that, do no honey, he can see Don't ever listen to these niggas, they be hating They be hating Money on my head, that's just a bad investment Empty out the clip, then got my other one Don't ever listen to these niggas, they be hating Got through so much, it make this shit just feel like Maybelline Life so easy
Another week of Nitty's Knocker Radio. It's your girl Nitty. I am here. I'm live, and the weather's good. And you know, I love when the weather is good on a Tuesday. We deserve good weather on Tuesdays. All year. Wake up. Boy, you had to. <laughs> I guess everybody's under the influence except me. I'm under the, under the influence of Coke. Coca Cola. I <laughs> got you, but. We're going to have a great show today. Oh, my God, Brandon. We're not playing with the white girl. It is a great day. And I would like to go ahead and jump into conversation. It's been a great weekend. I'm really a little salty that I was not at Rolling Loud this year. But there's always next year. Or there's all, when is the next one? In, like, the fall or something? I don't know. The one that they do somewhere else? It's in L.A., but I don't know when. Yeah, so L.A. is the next Rolling Loud, and I'm going. We're going. We need to go. I'm trying to get arrested. What? (laughs) What? Why everybody get arrested at Rolling Loud? Well, uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. Was it actually at Rolling Loud, though, or was it surrounding Rolling Loud in Miami? Because I do know that NBA Youngboy... Um, he got shot. One of his people, I believe, was killed. He didn't get shot. He got shot. At, he didn't get hit. He didn't get hit, but his he people. He made it to his performance, though. <coughs> he did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got arrested? I don't know about him being arrested, but I seen him perform. Well, his girlfriend suffered a gunshot wound. Um, Ouch. A 43-year-old man was shot with a stray bullet yes. um, in his work van across the street from where the altercation ignited. Um, Kodak Black was also arrested on gun charges. Um, Offset was involved in the, well, he wasn't the shooter, but he was also in the car during a drive-by. Um, what else happened? <laughs> Let's see. Wow. I know, yeah, when I heard about the Offset thing, I was just like, okay, yeah. Offset do? He was in a car with, with someone who was shooting. Um. And they were shooting at Kodak? Were they? I'm asking. You know, I don't really know. All I know is that there were like 10 million gunfights in Miami. Um, I could have happened because there are so many people there this year. Rolling Loud really showcased tons and tons (coughs) of underground artists that are like super popping right now. Like they had Megan. (coughs) Why am I coughing? Every time I come here, I'm coughing. That's not fair. Whatever y'all did to make this happen, I'm blaming y'all. But Queen Key was there, Megan Thee Stallion, um, and everybody else. Look, I don't care about anybody else that was there because my girls was there. She was driving the boat. Trina went to her her hottie party and she drove the boat. You know, so let me drive the boat. I mean, all you gotta do is take a shot of what is it? Do say? Oh, Hennessy. 
That's not a Hennessy bottle that I they use. Do, oh, she don't do say no. Oh. Megan. That's what they were drinking in the in all of her little uh, Instagram videos. Shout out to Ducey. Uh I had Ducey over the weekend for my birthday. I have Hennessy in the car. Man, why you bring that in? Because we can't. We're not doing that in here. But we can do it outside. Not today. Maybe later. But there were so many people at Rolling Loud this year. Even uh, Valet was at Rolling Loud. Um, I don't believe he performed. <coughs> and as you know, you know, NBA Youngboy was also there. He made it to his performance after the shooting. Young Thug was a target of a drive-by in Miami. Um, all of this happened this weekend in Miami. Um, but a lot of people had tons of fun. It was definitely festival style. And I'm really jealous that I wasn't there for the musical part of the show. Not for the shootouts, but, you know. Shootout sound. Brandon. Huh. I was going to say terrible. <laughs> for some reason, I feel like you would love to be in the car. <laughs> This is not get GTA. This is not GTA. But, like, I don't know how these rappers ain't got security. Like, oh, that was just weird to me. Like, they was going to arrest it in the venue. Like. Who? The rappers. In the venue? I thought this all happened outside of the venue. I mean, like, on location at the venue. Like, they was going to arrest it before they went to their shows. Like, it's just weird. Like, it's like all the fans was like, you know what? We got all the rappers in one spot. <laughs> Let's take advantage of that. Get them, book them, boys. Do you think they played the Soldier Boy shootout song? No, they probably played the cop song. Bad boys, what you gonna do? Brandon, oh. please don't come in here under the influence again. <laughs> 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 I just can't imagine them just running up on this, like running up and rolling loud. So, do you think that? Okay, so when I was in Texas, I met the curator of Rolling Loud, a uh, little white guy, you know, super lit. Type. There you go. So, do you think that the the Rolling Loud Festival might be getting beyond the capacity that it needs to be to stay on the like, you know how festivals turn into crazier things? I just don't that, think it's organized enough to like for like the magnitude of artists they bring and the attention that it has. I don't think they have the proper protocols and security measures set up for that kind of event. Plus, it's like, you got to double your security measures because this is Miami, this is Florida. Everything crazy happens in Florida. Like, this Chicago, and we don't have stuff happening like that. And this supposed to be, like, murder capital. Like, ain't nobody shooting up Lollapalooza. Ain't nobody getting arrested in Lollapalooza because they know Chicago be on that. So they need, they need to tighten up security or do something because that made me not want to go. Like, they said it was a... A false alarm about a gunshot. Somebody was shooting in the festival. Mm. People got trampled. You know what I'm saying? Was you that, Marie? Nah, I uh, was. You Not wanted to shoot us though. You wanted to get trampled? Nah, I just wanted. To that also out. happened at A3C too. This past uh, this, with, last uh, year. Wayne. Yes, there was you know issues with the Lil Wayne show, and tons and tons of people got trampled. Um. So, with these smaller festivals, what do you think they're really lacking in as far as, like, crowd control? What do you, like, what crowd you control. More security. Mm. But, I mean, what if they thought they had enough? Because you know you base it on so many people. Right. But then you got to base it on the fact that this is Florida. Like, people in Florida are crazy. You like, know, it's Miami. You got, you got a bunch of, like, gang outside influence. You know, the Zoes down there. 
Like, it's just so much you got to account for. Like, for real. People probably ain't pay their dues. Like, like, when you live that street life, it's certain things you got to do to keep yourself safe. Because, like, you running that gang stuff, you got to go down there. You ain't no blood. Oh, yeah. Or you ain't with the Zoes. They're going to, oh, so who you, who'd you pay to be here? That's what a lot of them be getting shot at for. Like, hmm. So, what do you think about Megan's performance? Or from what you saw? Did you guys see her Instagram page? I didn't see it. Okay, so, um, she started off. It was some old song, and she had two girls holding her legs up while she was, like, doing a round-the-clock booty twerk, and then she got... They let her down, and then she turned around, did a split one way, turned the other way, and then started twerking her cheeks and then said, drop the song. Drop that beat. It looked... Sounds <laughs> provocative. Um, It's not about it being provocative, because I really think it could have been uh, well-executed, but it was not well-executed. It looked very, very uh, amateur extremely amateur and i was just like um i see where this is going and you have a great butt but this really looks tacky i don't know from the way you described it um it sounds interesting well we had to pull up the uh, instagram link to see that because it was really um something i had kind of turned my head when i looked at it like "Mm, okay okay too much not too much because i like the the thing is the move looked like it could have been really really good and it wasn't just because of the the girls didn't seem like they had enough strength to hold those big old uh, stallion legs up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was it was it was cute, I think, overall. But beyond Rolling Loud, you know, thank God it was um, nobody got killed in the festival or anything like that. So that's always good. Hopefully they get it together to where it can be bigger and better. Um, I really like festivals that are dedicated to underground artists um i can't wait till there are more african americans curating these types of festivals but we'll get there eventually um and i think that it will be an awesome thing (coughs) beyond that this weekend was my birthday weekend um and i just want to give a super big thank you to everybody who showed love to me this weekend uh friday really turned into a, a huge deal i you know i invited my friends out but there were at least 50 60 people came to drink house just to say happy birthday i had so many free drinks it was crazy i had so much fun i've never been that happy in a bunch of years of having birthdays um and saturday we went to play wicked ball which is um giant bubble soccer there was nerf wars uh virtual reality all types of events inside of this space and that was another 30 or so people who came out for that so overall you know about 100 or so people just popped in and out throughout the weekend to show love and have a good time with me and I really appreciate all of that because it takes a lot to be a person who can bring that type of energy to the room and it feel I'm glad that that's the energy that I'm pushing out to everyone is just a person that Uh, makes them happy to be around and you know they feel that I deserve all of the the love that I get and they feel like the positivity that's coming my way is just granted to me and I'm super grateful I'm trying not to cry about it again because I definitely cried on Instagram this weekend to tell everybody thank you Um, but thank you seriously for being great and if there's anything that I could ever do to make your lives happier and sweeter and full of glitter. You know, I am here to do that for you guys. And we celebrate all month. 
So, you know, shouts out to the squad for popping out. <coughs> <coughs> and, uh, yeah, I know I looked super thick on Friday, so period. My outfit was on fleek. It was okay. You know what, Brandy? You weren't even there. <laughs> so you don't know what I wore on Friday. I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, mm, that's like. <laughs> I'm finna step on you because you know I looked great. Say it. Tell me I looked great. You look great. <laughs> you know, I hate you so much. <laughs> Why are you doing me like this? No, I'm just saying. I was just. You look. You looked awesome. Are you lying to me? No, I really mean it. What's that song? Can you look me in the eye? Yeah, I don't know all the words, but it's like one of those really old songs that was like about looking me in the eye and telling me the truth. I just told you what I thought. But you said it was slight. I didn't want to gas you, okay? It's okay. It's my birthday month. I can be gassed every day this month. I did that, didn't I, though? Period. Come on, say it. Say it so they can hear you. No, you was, you was decent. <laughs> Period. <All right. laughs> Thanks, Marie. Marie, no. Marie was there. You was there? Yeah, I was there. Her and Vaughn came through. It was so many people in there. There were people in that room that would never, ever step foot into Drink House. Like, um, Wesley and, you know, different people from, like, the, the art scene. Like, they all came out just to show love. And I was just like, wow, that is so... There were people there who literally only follow me on social media who were like... I really, really love what you do, and I just wanted to come say happy birthday to you in person and buy you drinks. And Shout I was just like, wow. People. Yes. So if you exist in the world, people, I'm going out next weekend, too, and you can come, and I will accept those drinks and dinners and whatever else you guys want to offer. But beyond that, it was a really, really amazing weekend. Thank you guys for being a part of that. Um, and you know, that's just the beginning. This summer is going to be super lit, but I want to dance and have some more fun. Uh, see what Marie got up her sleeve, what new tricks she might have for us. So we're going to get lit with Marie, the DJ right here on Nitty Snocker. Oh, Marie. Now tell me what you tell want. Me what you want. Yeah, you ain't got no dough. Now tell me what you tell want. Me what you want. Yeah, 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 Stop the club, I need 10 honey Got a white ticket, I'm sitting dark Can't get another ticket, I can't park this shit Yo, she is like this shit, she got pockets I just pop two clips, I try to narcissist I feel like this, so we put up on a shoot Yo, she give me next, she wrapped her head to do it Yo, left hand on my toilet, right hand on her booty in the Yo, I got some pink, then I know Pocasset. Hit the strip club, I'm tryna work up shit. But she doing real joke, doing lines and now. Decent real joke, not no talent now. Yo, 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 yo,
Call my friend, now tell me what you want You ain't got no dough, now tell me what you want Creator of Farah, I'm mm-hmm. saying that right. Yeah, you said it right. I I got my first designer tee. I felt so exclusive <laughs> the day I wore. I felt like a baddie. Every time I put it on, it's lime green and just making all the noise. Every time I put it on, I just feel like a des- like I'm that girl. Like I got on the rawest piece of merch in the city, and it's so simplistic mm-hmm. in its style. So what's up, Ron? Not much. That's what we do it for. Not much. The simplicity yeah. to be like you feel good. to be that 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 ninja, but mm. also be super simple with yeah. it. 
So right, I'm buying my hoodie soon. I need the hoodie too. I For can't sure. just. I need the swimsuit thing. I need I the hoodie. We bring them back, June. I need the, hoodie, like I need the first one. Can you do like a nitty pink, like neon uh, pink? Uh, an I exclusive. Might, I might Look, I just need an exclusive right. piece. So when I wear it, they hey. <laughs> We see you. We see you in that. But <laughs> might put some in the work. <clears throat> that would make me super duper happy. So I've already laid on Mr. Ron Lewis that he has to do a sixty second freestyle. And of course his face was like, What? Right. We trying to put me out of surprise. Right? Period. Because that's what we like to do here. We like to have some fun. And it honestly relaxes you a little bit. It gets yeah. you a little more cozy and comfortable when you're in the studio. That's gonna make me more tense. No, I don't think so. Cause I, I'm gonna be your hype man, so oh, I got okay. you. You know, I'm gonna be like back all there right. with the little skirt skirts and all that stuff. Oh, okay. So we gonna Marie, you got some instrumentals? I got some. All right, well, we gonna let Marie pick the instrumental. That's cool. That's fine with me. Keep five kids. Okay. Design. I design it. Period. Okay. <laughs> Girl, she know me. Up in the club, real phony. Nah. Period. <laughs> Can't freestyle, I'm gonna do it anyway. On the station with Nitty and my boy. And my girl. Saying anything. Got me just to the back. I'm done. Hit this whack. Hey. <laughs> How long is this? That's all I get. <laughs> Period. Oh, okay. Well, your girl, she know him. <laughs> she know it. You <laughs> got the designer on. She know where that came from. I designed it. So, let's go into your little backstory sure. <laughs> a little bit. We don't have to go back to I was born by the river. We don't got to do all of that. Let's just start with your designer beginning, which was around the Columbia days, right? Columbia um, College days or... Yeah, uh, I I didn't even go to Columbia though. You didn't, you didn't, but you was there. Yeah, I definitely was. That. <laughs> um, it really started in high school for sure, like for real, for real. Um, I, I took like a class like clothing construction. I, I I noticed I was like real fast at like sewing, cause I was rushing through the work, and then um, I was like music blogging at the time. A lot of people don't know that, but I was music uh, doing like I had like a music blog in high school, so I was like networking at a young age mm-hmm. and then once i started like uh making clothes and stuff like that because we was like man we need clothes like mm-hmm. for our blog i just kind of like reached out to different people and then you know just putting on different people and stuff like that or people i knew or was working with or interviewed before and then i had linked up with dreezy and she really like when she was coming up she introduced me to a lot of different other people uh, Louis was one of them And then once I met Louis I just really kind of like took off Because he started introducing me To like All the people he was working with Around the time Like 2012 And that's when Chicago was hot yeah, So right. Simple times back Yeah So <laughs> around that time He was hot Dreezy was bubbling And my stuff was like You know Getting out there And I was already like Kind of known for Just holding the camera So it was just kind of like Meant to be 
you know, and then I just, here I am. So you were doing your own shoots and everything, or did you have a group of people working with you on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had ran into, I had did like my first shoot with uh, Sean Andrew, and he he one of the models introduced me to my like current photographer I work with now, Bianca, who went to Columbia, and that's how I connected like with the Columbia crowd. And I'm like, oh, these you know these these people understand like art a little bit more than the crowd I was already in. And then I met uh, Sid. Well, I really started working with Sid. I kind of been you know that's my sister really. And then um. Once, like, us three started doing projects together, she was doing it. I told her, like, you should do the makeup because I don't know nothing about, like, accessories and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I just know how to make clothes and what look good on people. And Bianca was, like, shooting different. I don't know how to, you know. But it was more aesthetically. Pleased. Yeah. She knew how to, yeah. how to capture she would, the. Yeah, she would just try to. It fit what I was looking for. You know, mm-hmm. I ain't going to say it was better than anybody, but it mm-hmm. was fitting what That's I was. what she was going for. Yeah. And we just been working ever. Us three been working ever since. Yeah, I think you do really, really cool um, shoots, just because they are also as simple as the design. Um, and that's what really made me like some of the pieces, especially mm-hmm. like when you did the thing, the suit, the bodysuit specifically for mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Just um, Jada, right? Jada mm-hmm. the yeah, joint. Jada. The yeah. way she just walks into the yeah. room and walked away, I was just like, I need that. <laughs> Because it was just, it showed you what you wanted yeah. to see. It showed it on a on like, a body, yeah. And then it was like, all right, either you you with it or you not. You know, like this is what you get from the brand. How did you come up with that name, Farah? Uh, I was really, <clears throat> I was like um, texting somebody. I was um, under the influence. It's okay. And uh, that's when you do it at your best. Yeah. <laughs> right, and, Brandon. And, <laughs> and I had misspelled the word fear. And I just um I spelled it like F E R A and I it just stood out for some reason. I'm like, oh that's kinda hard. And I wasn't even thinking about doing the clothing line or making it a clothing line, but when I seen it I was like, Man, that should be the name of like the stuff I do. You know, 'cause I was I was I'm known as a custom designer, like mm-hmm. just doing cut and sew pieces. But I'm like, man, I could Put that on tees or something like that, because people be wanting shirts. You know, everybody don't want to spend fifty, you know, eighty dollars on a, a cut and sew shirt. Right. So I just put like the pH in front of it, and that's pretty much it. It's not like super deep, but I just like how regal it sounded. You know it really I mean? does. It sounds like some Egyptian stuff. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's definitely influenced by that because I was thinking about. Um. Really, I wanted to make clothes like unisex clothes. And I was thinking, like, man, it was back in the day, like, sometimes pharaohs was women, too, you know, a king. So I'm like, man, I'm just tied in together. Like, just be fearless. It's a unisex line. It sounds regal. Here we go. And I like it. Yeah. So even putting the word designer on yeah. your mm-hmm. tees, is that the only thing your tees will ever say or your items will ever say? Um, I'm going a, I'm to a really play with it. I'm going to, like, redesign the actual design of thing. But that came about um, hanging out with uh, Valet. And I watched how, like, we was at, I was at his crib one time. And um, I was doing, like, samples beforehand. Like, I would put stylist or photographer and stuff like that. But the actual designer idea came from hanging out with him. 
And we was like building a pool table, a, a movie screen. I was watching him record somebody, and he like built out his crib and stuff like that. I'm like, man, he really designed his life. Mm-hmm. And I was making pieces for him. And he sold too, so we was like working on stuff like that. I said, man, I'm finna just start putting design on your clothes, like as a joke. And it just took off from now. Like once I put it on there, he was just wearing it everywhere. You know, it just kind of took off. So now I'm like, okay, let me make it an actual, you know, philosophy behind it. Like, actually put purpose behind it. Like, I want people to actually design the life that they want to live. Like, it's almost like a triple entendre. Mm-hmm. You I know think what I'm yo, yo, I've seen other stuff that say designer, but I think what stands out about your brand is, like, the font. It's yeah. Just, I don't know. It's, just some, it's, something not, it's not gaudy or nothing. It's yeah. It's like a simplistic font, yeah. but it's still, like, yeah. nice. And I, I had to learn that about myself, too. Like, one of my favorite things as a designer is placement, fonts. Um, they call it typography. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to really play with that and explore more once I uh, really push, you know, the brand. So maybe, like, a year from now, you guys really going to see, like, the direction I'm going in with designer because, like, I might – Start putting in the inside of the garment, you know, just different places where you don't necessarily see it. It might just say fair on it, but designer is always going to be a part of it because it's an actual message and meaning to it. You know what I'm saying? That's really dope how everything kind of just came from yeah. moments. Just thinking and living life. I think that's probably the best way to really push anything you mm-hmm. want to do is just like. I f- anytime you're overstressing an idea, it's probably not meant to be. If you have to think yeah. way too much into its creation, or rushing it and stuff. Yeah, like that. but when you're just chilling or like in your like most vulnerable moments, yeah. you might come with you know some of the the best language or the best um, ideas and hanging out with other people who are doing mm-hmm. the same things or who are that's really building you. out mm-hmm. the things that they want to do. <clears throat> and that's like a really good point of wanting people to take that Mm -hmm. as a message of building out their dreams, Mm -hmm. building out their future without necessarily saying you can build your future. Mm -hmm. You can be whoever you want to be, you know, just worry when you worry, you put it on, you, you know, right. Like people tell me like they feel, you know, special or different when they wear it. No, it's literally a fact. Like it's even with the quality of the tea, you know, everything about it is just, it cleans well you know everything yeah. i'm just like man i hope i don't like lose the fade yeah. or i hope it doesn't uh shrivel and yeah. all these different things and yeah. it doesn't so yeah. whenever i pull it out of my closet yeah. now i can't wear it with the little lime green pants i wore because yeah, yeah. those jacked they messed yeah. up because you can yeah. wash it so many times yeah but when i put that shirt on it doesn't matter yeah what's going on you know you walk outside it does give you a feeling of confidence yeah. And I think that's what's special about small businesses and small brands mm-hmm. um, that can grow into more powerful brands. Um, not, you know, even if it does reach a level of like Louis Vuitton yeah. or something like that, I still feel like it comes from a different place. Yeah. It comes from a different meaning. Um, and African-American art yeah. in general comes from yeah. a very powerful place. So I'm very satisfied with, you know, Thank you. everything you've done up to this point. Um, and like I told you before, I was like, I'm always watching, you know, I'm a very silent watcher of mm-hmm. like everybody and everything that's yeah, going on. Mess with bro. Like he, I like, I like he moves. For sure. Humble. Love bro. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you definitely designing my, uh, pieces that <laughs> when I uh, go out the country, <laughs> when one day, you leaving? I don't know, one day this year, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but it'll probably be like towards like the end of August For or something, sure. you know, just to go on a me trip. 
Might take might take a man. I know. I, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I owe I owe it to you. I dodged you a couple times. I don't think you intentionally dodged <laughs> me though. I think it was just like she thick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was she got booty. Uh-uh. <laughs> How I'm gonna make something that's gonna fit that uh-uh. booty now? But it wasn't intentional dodges. It was nah, just yeah. timing because I definitely would hit him up in yeah. like a week or two weeks yeah. before I would need something. Like, hey, can you make this? Yeah, it's getting hectic too. I kind of slowed down from doing customs too. Yeah, I usually just go to my mama though, and that's why I liked it too. I was like, yeah. man, seeing I I wasn't really familiar with men in my um age group doing yeah. fashion or men that i knew yeah being like the actual stitchers mm-hmm. of things and stuff like i only knew older men who were tailors mm-hmm. and things like that so you know i told my mom about you i told my sister about <laughs> you i was just like mom like this dude, he makes really really nice stuff mm-hmm. so you know having her look at some of your pieces mm-hmm. and i was like can you make something like this or mm-hmm. you know just using my mom yeah. she's the one who does customs yeah. for me yeah um like red carpet type customs yeah. and different things like that um so you definitely have always been a person i was like when the time is right i would want you to even meet my mother for sure yeah you know to see what tips she could show yeah. you and what you could that. show her as far yeah. as the way that you do your cut and stitching yeah. um how long does it usually take you to create yeah. one of your customs uh, it don't take me that long actually over the years i developed like little tricks and I, I used to work at um joanne fabrics so I like learn some stuff from the older ladies there, like little tricks and little ways to get around things. I'm kind of lazy too, so <laughs> I just learn how to, you know, for yeah, yeah you know, finagle it a little bit and you know make it happen. So is it with the cut? Is that what, usually what it is that makes the stitching a lot easier? Is if you have like a good cut? The or? cut is the most one of the most important things in design, like. I uh, studied, I was just telling somebody this earlier, but I, I, I designed assist with this um, Korean girl, shout out Jaja, and I studied with her for like a full summer, and she like really got on me about like cutting and stuff like that. So once I like got the muscle memory to be really precise with cutting and stuff like that, I always had like a hand in cutting since I was little, but once I really got precise with her, it like cut my time in like almost an hour. Mm. That's like, crazy. Super important. Yeah. My mom made me make my own birthday pants last year, <laughs> which I, I did make them. They were cute or whatever. But it took me so long. I was so frustrated. I'm calling her, like, and she cut it for me. And I still was just like, what am I doing? I don't like this. I don't want to do this. But I could understand, like, precision. You know, if those cuts wouldn't have been uh, as precise as she had made them, then I probably would have been ugly and you know all he over the place probably yeah oh my god the cosby show wow <laughs> definitely have not watched that in years in a long time well i haven't watched it since bill cosby when you know what you're talking about we had the buttons everywhere <laughs> i think that was a real designer or something like that oh he was trying to do something like tried, a real designer he, he couldn't afford the real designer so he's like oh, <laughs> well, denise said she, denise made it said, i can make that it was shirt. so bad so yeah. did you think for a second, though, that your life would take you on a fashion journey? Like, was that something you saw? Because you did say you were doing music blogging at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, my initial plan was once, like, when I was blogging and stuff like that, I was getting around people that was, like, in high places. And I noticed they was getting stuff for free. And I, I kind of got into clothes and... 
I was just was always into sneakers, but I got into clothing in high school, and I was like, man, I want to be cool enough to get free clothes. That was just mm-hmm. the plan. Mm-hmm. And so, not really, you know. But now that I'm older, I remember times even meddling in like my grandma's sewing kit, which I still have. So I feel like part of her spirit is mm-hmm. what's guiding me into, you know, doing fashion and design. That's and stuff what's like up. That. So, what kind of sewing machine do you use? I got like a home machine. I don't even have like a, a industrial nothing. It's like a straight home machine. Singer. Singer. Yeah. I have a singer. It's at home nothing too. crazy. I don't use it too much. <laughs> it's collecting dust. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was at Zara today, mm-hmm. and you know, I saw the lime green. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I could wear this skirt under my mm-hmm. my under my Ferris shirt, mm-hmm. and I saw a hot a lime uh, a neon pink one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I'm gonna wear the pink one under my Ferris shirt because then I was like. I bought the dress, of course, but then I was looking at so many items in there, and I was just like, why are they charging so much money for these simple pieces? I should be at home making all of these simple pieces, and then I thought to myself, like, I should, but will I? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I love people who actually do it, so shout out to you. Thank you. You know, you are um, definitely, I like to call people the unicorn in the room when they are kind of like the the different one, you know, the goat of what they do. And I think you really are a goat of simplicity and Mm -hmm. making it into something bigger. Thank you. Um, Literally, your design is something that is just, like, so unique. And, Marie, you always... Who you watching? Who over there? (laughs) You got to do your timetable. You failed. You got to do five sets of timetables. Oh, why you say that? Give me your but phone. I do think you, you know, Ryan, you are definitely like the goat of um, simplicity. I, it's just, it's breathtaking what a person can do. Like, and some of your designs, you're saying it's not taking you that long to do. Some of your customs yeah. look like they take a very long time to do. Yeah. I and like that pink custom you did, I seen your Instagram story. Like, it was like you, you did a denim jacket. But you oh, yeah. But you had the dye or something from, oh, yeah. from something else and... That was something else I did with Jaja too. Like she, she noticed I had a knack for dying. So I was doing like, man, boot camp, bro. So I move fast when it comes to because I be trying to get it done. I'm lazy. It's crazy, but my laziness is what drives my work ethic. That sounds super. No, backwards. I get it. I get it. So I be trying to get it done. <laughs> I'm eh, end up doing like a hundred pieces. In a oh, day, yeah, it was matching them Yeezys. I think it was either Yeezys or mm-hmm. the hairs, like them, them sixes or yeah. something. Yeah, some pink shoe you was trying to match the jacket with. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah, you, I, on, you on top of it, man. Thank you. She just showed me some shorts. <laughs> thank. And then you see them, you like, yep, I'm about to get those, and you like, no, I'm not, because <laughs> he's not making no more of those, you know. So, yeah, it, it inspires, and I when I look at um different designs because you know. As a brand for mm-hmm. the Nitty's Knocker brand and the Unigang. I Unigang, like your stuff, too. The Unigang stuff. Be creative. Oh, thanks. Thank yeah. you. I did all of it myself. Yeah. You know, I but. Like shorts. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to think. You like how that looked on <laughs> Grab them peaches. Look. Got the, <laughs> <laughs> got the little peach accent going on behind it. I know. Shout but, out to shorts. You know, so <laughs> even for me, it's like, how can I make this a thing? How can I make mm-hmm. people want to buy this? Yeah. And placement is key yeah. with even those things. Mm-hmm. And I sat with um, Latinta Prince. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. I sat with him for like an hour trying to figure out where the exact mm-hmm. spot on my butt those shorts mm-hmm. would look good and even at the front you know mm-hmm. putting nitty's knocker across the front mm-hmm. or unigang across the front 
and what type of fonts look the mm-hmm. best and things like that. So, you Stay know, hard. it's definitely hard to pick a font that multiple people will, mm-hmm. will rock with. So, you know, and I do want it to be like a unisex thing as mm-hmm. well. So it's like, how can I make this unisex without it looking too girly or, right. you know, things like that. So I definitely look at, you know, people like you. Um, <clears throat> I don't follow a lot of local designers, mm-hmm. but the ones that I do follow, I really appreciate. Um, yeah, he's just like a lot of these local designers. They just be so like, it's annoying how like saturated the market is. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you can stand out and, and your stuff is like not even doing the most. Like, I don't know. I'm just I don't like gaudy, like real like. Uniform stuff, and your stuff also cheap like, stuff like yeah, quality like, wise. Yeah. You got any pop up shops? Every time you got a pop up shop, I be at work, so I'm not just yeah. in your line and be like, bro. I just, <laughs> just you For sure, stuff, people do that too, or they send like somebody to come shop. Yeah. Or so now it's to the point where people just even if they don't like it, they be like, I'm gonna grab it anyway, just in case I like it later. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah, got, that's love though. Out. Yeah. Was hot. Was fire. Yeah. And funny story about those like this has stuff work those were i had them like tucked away they weren't supposed to come out but i just had them and i did the pop-up and i didn't expect to sell out like i'm just i was trying to get one look no not even not even (laughs) look not even the yellow hoodies just the the pop-up stuff in general it sold out because i was like okay i'm I'm gonna sell a little bit at the pop-up and then i'm gonna put the rest online I the next day, I mean the same day, I sold out in like four hours. I'm like, man, they're gonna be mad. I didn't tell people I'm finna put stuff online, so I had them yellow hoodies. I'm like, I'm just gonna put them online. So I put them all online just to like, you know, get them ready and stuff like that. I didn't know they was ready for sale. I just put them online because I owe. I was gonna get like stuff that people I owe my family, you know, stuff like that, bro. I go to sleep, I wake up, and I check again just so I could, like, start putting them on sale. They was gone. Yeah, I know. So I went to get one, and they was gone. Like, Bro, I'm like, <laughs> wow. So, you know, it's it's tight, but it's like, I never, I don't be thinking, like, oh, this finna sell out. Like, it just happened like that. But I was kind of mad because I don't have nothing for me. I don't have no fair. Like, and I be trying to make, like, extra stuff for me, but it be hard telling people, no, nah, like, mm-hmm. No, let me get the one on your back, man. I'm trying to get this whole time. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have like I don't have nothing. So Not, what if somebody like what if we bought you a fair? Would you keep it for you or was you bought give, me some? If you, I would probably you give sell it. it. Right. It's, it's, hard, it's hard. Like it's hard to not because I'm doing this to service people. You know what I'm saying? So now it's to the point where like. I don't even It's not even for me You like, find you a sweatshop or something Yeah it's not even A sweatshop pro- <laughs> Brandon Bro you can't say that boy <laughs> <laughs> No uh, Great workers <laughs> <laughs> But nah yeah it's, it's But do you use uh, sweatshops? Nah I'm or, the only one Are you local I'm With your own. designs um, Like with your um, printing and things like that Or do yeah. you Oh that's another thing too I want to address too Like Only two guys at Locale, where I have my pop-ups, though they hand, I don't have automatic presses, so they hand um, squeegee each one, each print. Like, everything we do is just hands-on, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's not even regular ink. I was telling you earlier um, that we do, like, wash tests and, like, everything. That's what takes so long for them to come out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's just two guys, man, pumping them out. That's so. like quality right there. Yeah. That's true. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cause I sit and watch them do it hand by hand yeah. here, and I'm just like, yep. 
So everything. I'm like, you just doing that? All these shirts? You just everything. Hand, hand and I'm not the only Oh, well, hello, Von the G. Wow. What's going on? Good to see you, man. <laughs> you know, Von strolls in every, every now and then. What's up? How you doing? Whenever he feels, you know, the need to bless us with his presence. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's also very, very satisfying to know. Yeah. Wow, I feel even more special now. Yeah, there's love in your shirt. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh that just made my heart. It really just made my heart do a flutter mm-hmm. because that people don't do that. And, yeah. and that's like a big thing, too, with fashion, mm-hmm. which, you know, when you're trying to start lines, because mm-hmm. I have a slim thick line and then I have the Unigang thing, mm-hmm. and it's just like I don't want to put anything that isn't worth putting, mm-hmm. so I just don't do it. Yeah, you know. So how do you tell somebody who is in a position like me in the true baby steps about mm-hmm. you know how can I find good quality workers and people mm-hmm. and um, product to push? Um, like what would be the first real step in doing that? To to, I really, mine might be a little biased, but just the power, of, like just manifestation. Because I literally had thought, like, man, I'm doing these prints. I never put them out because they was cracking and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I don't want to put them out. So I was thinking, like, I, I need to find some people. And I had thought, like, man, I want to do a pop up. I just kept saying it. And like two weeks later, I got an email from them. Like nobody had heard of them or nothing. And I met up with them, and they just end up matching, like, the same goals that I had. So I just say, like, just keep doing your thing and, and really package and show, like, you serious about it. And serious people are going to come and connect with you out of the, like, out of nowhere. Like, let it come, you know, let it come to you and just do the best that you can. Still put it out, you know, and maybe, like, just have it for friends and family if you don't want to, you know, put it out to the masses because it's not ready mm-hmm. and then people will come to you like yo i want to i like what you do i want to help out i actually need more clients as a printer and i see you trying to do your thing let's connect you know usually stuff work like that true. for me it do so true i don't know well we're definitely gonna jump into music uh with marie and then when we get back we we are gonna talk about um at first, I wanted to talk about social media mm-hmm. um, and, like, how we live up to mm-hmm. other people's, um, how we live up to other people's expectations mm-hmm. because of what they show us on social media. Okay, yeah. Um, so, we could tap on that a tad bit, but I also want to just talk about affirmations again because sure. um, it's, you can never, um, you can reiterate that over and over and over again yeah. and still seek power from it you know so i think it's important to always remind people to affirm things into their life but we're going to jump into some music and when we get back we're going to talk our unicorn gospel oh marie <laughs> hey we got von the g in the studio he popped up i think i said that already did i say already on air i think i did well you always sit away from the mic and then say things like what's popping like your voice really going to resonate to the microphone. What's up this unit gospel? Talk to me. What's new? I still can't hear you. You what? <laughs> hey, Von the G. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Nitty? What's Dang. up this unit gospel? Talk to me. What's new? All right, period. So let's get into it. Let's get into the unicorn gospel today. So I want to jump into a quick portion of what I saw on the internet today. <clears throat> I saw it on 
social media, but it's a post about social media. So um, somebody whose Instagram is laid back Jack posted, when you look at social media, you're looking at people's highlight tape. You don't see the missed free throws, the times they got dunked on, the fumbles or strikeouts, just the highlights. You're comparing your overall life, the good and bad, to other people's highlights. I thought that was the most powerful way to say stop looking at the highlights as your highlights. You know, when we watch sports or we watch, you know, I'm going to break everybody's phone. You gonna touch my phone, but I mean, I see what you're talking. Why about. I crack yours too? <laughs> my phone look like your Put phone. it on all the way off or whatever. <laughs> this is important, guys. Sheesh. But when you look at other people's highlights, when you look at sports highlights, do you ever think that you're that basketball player? Mm-mm. Sometimes if it's super no, raw, like, nah, but nah. But you know, do you? Think yeah, that I do be like, I could do that. Like I be seeing Kyrie, I could do that. You could do that, but you don't <laughs> but think you that really you're can't. not relating your life to that, nah. right? Mm-mm. When you look at, <clears throat> um, let's see, mainly with sports, because honestly, people with when it comes to the entertainment industry, people do think that they have to attain that type of lifestyle. Mm. Um, not. Okay, let me not even say that because I think with musicians and sports people, they don't necessarily say, I want to be that person unless they do music. So that's an understood, like, mm-hmm. looking up. But when it comes to social media people, right? Mm-hmm. All of the Instagram models, all of it's so many people. It's, use, hold on. It's so many people using um, Instagram to leverage their lives. They're making money from being popular, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a bunch of Gen X kids looking at other Gen X kids and uh, younger millennials saying, I want to be this human being who looks so fabulous on the Internet. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking at it in the sense of a sports highlight, Mm -hmm. they're looking at it in the sense of why am I not this other human Mm -hmm. being? And I think that that's a very dangerous place to be. So. I feel like it's more important to try to look at it as just the same way that we look at musicians and the same mm-hmm. way that we look at uh, athletes as just somebody who's doing something really cool, right? Mm-hmm. But they still live. They still have a world outside mm-hmm. of those good moments. In basketball, we see when they mess up, mm-hmm. you know? In social media, we don't see that because we could show you what we want you to see. Mm-hmm. So you still have to remember that although... You looking at these beautiful pictures. They taking them all over the country with their sugar daddies or whoever mm-hmm. taking the pictures for them, right? Mm-hmm. There's still a downside to right. uh, to their lives. They still have to go through whatever personal struggles they have. Yeah, we're still going through it. <coughs> you always, like now when I see stuff and, be, you know, just industry-wise, you just never know what people giving up to get where they at. Exactly. And I think people be... Uh, a lot of people they they feel like they more deserve and they like I should be that when it's somebody that they think is a peer or somebody close to their right. age like you watching. Sometimes if you don't look at celebrities like oh yeah I should be. Of course you're gonna, not gonna be living like that because these are celebrities. But when it's somebody that you know or that you know that's they on my level. I, I know yeah. them. why they they moving like this. You you trying to figure out if I'm moving fast enough or I'm doing making the yeah. right moves. And like you said. You don't know people lose their morals when it comes to money and clout. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what kind of stupidity, what what they got going on behind the scenes even 
to get this, you know. What or I'm even just, or even in a positive light, like there's a lot of times where I wasn't able to go party and kick it and not go to prom and just different things like that. I didn't get to enjoy to be where I'm at. And it's like, are you willing to sacrifice that? Exactly. Are you even built mentally? Are you even prepared to, you know, do the type of things that appear that you know or whatever? Don't even know actually if you comparing yourself to him and saying that. You know, it's just like FOMO is real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I think FOMO that that was definitely something I had to get through. Um, and even now, people think that I'm just like the turn up queen or something. And I'm just like, most of the times when I'm going out, I don't even want to, mm-hmm. or I'm not in the mood to. Mm-hmm. But because of the role I play in people's lives, that's my job mm-hmm. to go. And be this person, but even me being depressed some days and still getting up that mm-hmm. same day to go and smile for people and be that energy that they need, you know, it's so many levels to, which is why I attempt to be as real as possible and mm-hmm. as vulnerable as possible on social media, mm-hmm. um, just so that I can help kids mm-hmm. or younger people realize, hey, like, yes, I do enjoy all of the great things you see on my page, but at the same time, I'm human. I mm-hmm. cry. I go through. Um, like uh, Rihanna had the song Question Existing. Mm-hmm. And she talked about, you know, who is she? Who are you living for? Literally, because, you know, she cries, she gets angry, she gets hurt. All these things that she goes through, people don't associate that with her because of <clears throat> her level of fame or her level of success. And I think it's, it's very important for us to remember to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um because this is the way we communicate now mm-hmm. is on social media. We don't talk to each other in real life for real. So if the only way you're communicating with people is via social media, then you should still be that uh, somewhat vulnerable to let people know that you're, you're going through things or that um, you need a little uplifting and the day didn't go as well. It doesn't make you a weak person. It just mm-hmm. shows you that my life does have shadows. Yes, there are highlights, but the shadows are definitely just as strong as my highlights. Also, I feel like you got to, like, to understand, like, we all got friends that, and we all got different walks of life. Like, yeah. if your friend is a DJ or a, a musician or a rapper and stuff like that, his job is to be at these clubs and at these events. Yeah. Like, he's getting paid or he's getting something to be there. You work a nine to five, you know what I'm saying, not knocking your job, but, like, everybody not meant to be an artist and everybody not meant to have a job. Yeah. So you got to understand, like, you can't, and your friends understand, okay, he can't come out to my events yeah. because he got to work in the morning, but he can come yeah. on the weekend. Yeah. You got to understand your homie, he got a deadline to meet with his clothes, so, hey, he can't yeah. get to my show or mm-hmm. what have you. So it's all about knowing your friends and knowing who you're dealing with, you know. Like, even me this year, I've, I've been in, like, film school. Like, yeah. I've got to be at home editing, writing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so Pick it's your like, cameo, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's like, I can't be out. Like, I don't have a life anymore. Because yeah, yeah. People stop hitting me up to even come hang out anymore. Yeah. It's like, I'll be at the crib doing homework. Yeah. You know? So, it's just definitely the people, I'll be catching people when I can, but you got to mm-hmm. just have that discipline. Like, I, I'm going to stay in the crib. Yeah. Get what I got to get done. Like, even, even on my end, like, I'm a private person, period. And if you know me, you people know that like even before people knew what I was doing they knew like I'm not Rondo you know but I'm a people person in real life like I feel like I'm way more fun in real life than the internet I just use it as a tool to get money mm-hmm. simple so you gotta know your position and, and understand what and, and I feel like people really don't know how 
business work with certain things and social media to me is another tool of it so if you sit in there comparing your personal life to somebody else's business you know then that's something with you that's not my responsibility to show you my downs when i'm not on here to show nothing Mm. personal if i show you something personal is relating to my brand somehow it's gonna make sense yeah and that definitely is a big Different, like when it comes to people's roles and what yeah. they do, you know, me being a personality yeah. is different. You yeah, know, yeah, I have to sure. be able yeah. to relate. I have to be able to motivate yeah, and sure. talk to people. But in the same instance, you are right. It yeah. is still business. Mm-hmm. And people, I think that's what I feel like people need to understand. You know, like don't compare your life, yeah. you know, because or how can we help people to realize like especially the younger i'm not really concerned when people are like in Mm -hmm. our age range but it's about these younger kids like my little sister and her friends they literally will not go to school if they don't feel like they hair not done the right way or they they eyeline or you know or the smallest things Mm. when for us we would be like boy i just wanted to get out the house i didn't want to be around my mom i didn't you know i wanted to go to school just to be with my friends Mm -hmm. you know we were wearing layers of clothes and ponytails Mm -hmm. but teaching them to just like take that that energy and just put it into their own brand of whatever you know like Mm -hmm. if you want to be on social media you know either understand that this is not about you you know Mm -hmm. it's not about you what somebody else is doing they literally putting their it's pictures right these are all videos and pictures of a person's personal situation i don't be around kids like that to even know like, I don't yeah. know, I, I did that the other day. Like, I was at work. I worked at the uh, Peninsula Hotel, the spa or whatever, and it was real dead. So, I'm like, I'm going to get in the hot tub. Yeah. So I was at work, you know, but I took an Instagram picture. Like, I was really in there chilling, you feel me? Yeah. People like, Joey, where you at? What you at? Oh, oh, yeah. Tro- yeah. yeah. I'll be having fun with the internet, Bro, too, like, sometimes. I, mean, like, I, I knew in my I knew in my heart, like, I'm just playing. Bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm at work. If you don't know I'm at work, people just hit me. Yeah. Like, I'm at, yeah. Just legit straight like, chilling. Well, I'm like, in Jamaica, boy. <laughs> right, but... <laughs> It's people who do really stuff like believe that for real, that. really yeah, really believe that. All right, man, let me. No, nah, no cap. They say they in like L. A. or something. They at the crib in a bed. Right. Yeah, that's scary. Or saving pictures and using them. Nah, no cap. Or using nah, the pictures from it being. People have literally texted me or calling me like, "Hey, are you back in Chicago? I'm. I haven't left. You know, just because they don't know where I'm taking my picture at. They don't know. Yeah. Uh, because I'm so unattainable a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the only times people can see me is if I pop out at an event. Yeah. Only select people come to my house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, people really are like, you live this really amazing life. And I have to remind people, yo, it's still a struggle every single day. Mm-hmm. Even for Somewhere. our favorite celebrities, they still have struggles every yeah, single day. People. And that's the hard part for people to realize that w- that's what makes social media so bittersweet. Like, yes, it's an amazing business tool. And it's also a very cool tool to show the cool stuff that you do. If you just ha- wanted to be a lifestyle blog or yeah. a travel blog or something like that, but it shouldn't make you feel any less. It shouldn't make you feel inferior because you're not doing what that person is doing. If there's something you're doing in your life, I bet it's something really good that you got mm-hmm. going on that you're not even paying attention to because you're so occupied with yeah. what the people on social media are doing. And sometimes it's just really lit. Like, some, like, Sometimes I'm really, you know, or somebody else really just living what they life. work, yeah, mm-hmm. what they work for, and they around people that's doing the same thing, and right, you know, you gotta worry about yourself. Yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I but call myself, by the, way. The, the kid thing, <laughs> you know, I ain't around a lot of kids with that 
I just make like they ain't they do be trying. Even they proms just so 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 crazy. <laughs> These kids look like first of all they don't look like kids. Going to the Met Gala. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, that's some really <laughs> it's really amazing art yeah. that they're wearing and stuff. But yeah. it's just like this is a red carpet gown or snap, you know shorty. super snappy. I don't even dress like that. Right, I'm scratching my head I'm like, glad. wait, do I got hold on, wait, do I need to go check <laughs> How they my looking closet? Looking at me, I'm older. Right, you know, <laughs> so it's just hey, it's crazy. I just really um, look at it as trying to understand a newer generation. It's like the the xenophobia thing. Like everybody is a little bit afraid of something new. Yeah, even if we don't think about it, you know, yeah. the things that are normal to younger generations is social media. Yeah, so that's why I. I think it's important because I do teach social media mm-hmm. to kids, to teenagers and stuff like that. It, it hurts me when they feel like they're not good enough mm. because they're looking at a life. So I teach them how to be good enough. Like, you know what? If it's something you like to talk about, just talk about that and follow accounts that talk about what you want to see, yeah. what you want to do, because filter. then you won't feel mm-hmm. inferior to what somebody else is doing. Yeah, filter it out. Filter it out. And if even if you still want to follow those accounts, you'll have so much of the stuff you really love. Like mm-hmm. if it's cooking, if you love cooking, start mm-hmm. t- putting your post of the yeah. food you made, your trial and errors. If you like health and, mm-hmm. and things like that, start posting about your weight loss challenges or different things like that to to change the narrative of what mm-hmm. you're looking at every day. True. Your diet, your social media diet. Yes. You know? you know, like the highlights are what you want them to be. Like if you want to look at highlights all day, make them your own highlights. Yeah. Instead of consistently looking at other people's. Don't sit in the shadow of somebody's like, highlights. stuff that's motivational to you. <clears throat> I'm a nerd, so I be watching people shoot stuff. Like, yeah, that's what I like. I don't, and I, I could look at it like, dang, like, then how you get that camera? How you doing that? Yeah, now nah, like, I'm finna get. How you do that shot? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to trying do to do that. Like, yeah, yeah. Learn, so like, using your phone, right? And like taking the the elements that you have to make the most out of it. You know, just like you said with design. You know, yeah, manifest it. If you can yeah. only do so much at a time, start with your family getting those items. Yeah, and then jump from there. See yep. what they think you can do to be mm-hmm. better. See if they'll help you to yeah. do something to hey, be better. Know somebody that do this you just never know <laughs> and then that also goes into um the next thing i wanted to talk about was just affirmations mm-hmm. um again today i posted on my instagram um to affirm that all good is coming to me today all my desires are met today magic and miracles will follow me everywhere today you know and just affirm it yeah Yes, every single day you can say those few things mm-hmm. or you can filter it to say what you wanted mm-hmm. to say. Talk to yourself in the mirror. I am great. I am going to make it this far. I am going to accomplish at least this goal today. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you focus on that because the moment you start focusing on what is going on in the world is when you lose sight of what you got mm-hmm. going on in your own. And believe it. Like believe you in yourself. To. You really have to. And that's another big thing that has happened <clears throat> for me. And I could say it for Brandon as well. You know, just like us growing up together from age 18 to where we are now, you know, in 10 years, we've seen so much stuff happen, so much stuff change about the way we've done things. Mm-hmm. And just confidence levels have mm-hmm. changed. And the moment you really, really set your mind to believing in you is the moment when you are truly happy. I wrote a song. How to feel it. I wrote a song about my, um, I talk about my ex a lot, but that's because it comes, a lot of growth comes mm-hmm. from, I was with my ex-ex. I was with him for like five years. And 
I wrote a song to one of his beats, and it was about him. And I say, I think I'm falling in love with you. With you, right? Mm-hmm. Say, I think I'm falling in love with you. And yesterday, the beat came on. Mm-hmm. And I changed it. Said, and it came naturally. I said, I think I'm falling in love with me. Mm-hmm. No, this was on my birthday. On my birthday, on Sunday. And I was singing the song to myself. And I started crying because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. I really love mm-hmm. me. Like, that's the most important thing to me right now is myself. Yeah. And the narrative has changed from a song about a man yeah. <laughs> to making it a song about serenity yeah, so, and, yeah. and her growth. You know, yeah. so I think it's very important to just always <clears throat> speak your truth as best as you can. There's no way that anybody could tell you how to speak your truth. And then, like, if you're just doing that and, like, being yourself and, like, really putting out the energy you want to receive, like, real, like, good things happen to oh, you bro. for real, for real. Like, I used to be, like, a real negative person. Like, I Me too, be, like, oh, bro. Super, Pessimist. Like, super, like, I wouldn't even be pessimistic. It'd be more like I was. real. Like, I call myself a realist. Like, you would see stuff, see yeah, stuff for, like, trying to stuff for what it was or, like, trying to outthink the situation. You just sometimes just got to let it go and just, like, have a positive outlook on it. And, like, yeah. But it's what's the, the what difference ifs. between it's the what ifs. Well, let me ask you this. What's the difference between that reality and the reality of looking at the positives? You know what I'm saying? Being a realist. Because that, that term to me. In my head, like me being a realist was always like, okay, I want this to happen, but I'm gonna put up these safety pre- the these what safety ifs. measures. These it safety was, measures yeah. just in case it do go bad, you know. That's pessimistic though. Yeah, in, in a way it yeah. is, you know what I'm saying? But like But he would always say he was being a realist and we're like, You're uh, being pessimistic, yeah. you know, but it That's was just like you didn't you, want to say that you were being pessimistic, yeah. but you were literally putting so many what yeah. ifs into your world that that's what your world became. Yeah. All of the what ifs. It'll never happen. Mm-hmm. No. I don't even think like that mm-hmm. no more. But everybody goes through that. I yeah. feel like, you know, yeah. it, it. you aren't, I feel like you're a 10 times stronger if you go through those moments and come out of those moments. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it was the, when they go to rehab and stuff, the first step is admitting the problem yeah. or something like that. And we black too, so it'd be extra stuff. It's like we extra depressed. I mean, facts. Uh, there, <laughs> and this is also, got to say this, I went to the Museum of Contemporary Art today. There is a display there until October by Arthur Jaffa, I believe his name is. Um, let me see. I posted it in my story today. His name is Arthur. Yes, Arthur Jaffa. He has um, a, a video called Love is the Message. The Message is Death. And mm. basically, he took music and video mm. to tell a story of the African-American struggle in mm. America. And he used Ultralight Beam as the song. Mm. The most, so many ups and downs. It was pure ecstasy in that, where you feel the ups, you feel the downs, mm-hmm. so strong of a difference. Back and forth. He kept mm-hmm. bringing the ups, then bringing the downs of how your culture, basically to know us is to love us, to mm-hmm. love us is to not hurt us, is what I got from mm. it. But they don't want to do that. They want to hurt us. The message is death. We, mm-hmm. Our message is love. Is what We're pushing love with what we do. Our culture is mm-hmm. of love. Our, mm-hmm. th- the way we dance, the way we interact mm-hmm. and, and hang nature. out with each other. Yeah, just the nature. Of being black. Mm-hmm. Our culture is love. Mm-hmm. But they turn that into death. Our message turns into violence. It turns into police brutality. And it's a cycle. It's still a cycle, whether we want to believe it or not. And that is 
it's such an amazing display. So go on your free Tuesday to the Museum of Contemporary Art. Yeah, T-Mobile. What? I thought you was talking about like T-Mobile Tuesdays. I got some free perks. No, it's just if you're a resident of <laughs> Illinois, if you're a resident of Illinois, <laughs> they allow you to come to On the Tuesday. Museum of Contemporary Art for free. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. I'm going back next Tuesday. Um, I'm definitely going to put a post about it if people want to join me in going because I want every person I know to see this film. It's a seven-minute film. And I was in tears when I finished. And they they ask you to write how you feel. And there's a huge board of people's reactions after watching it. But all of that is to say, you know, like, don't let your your shadows ruin your highlights. And don't let somebody else's highlights determine your highlights. You know, um, you got to stay strong, fierce, powerful, and in deep. your right mind. So deep. You know, I'll be trying Deeper than the ocean. I mean, it just, you know, these are things we go through every day that we don't even think about. We don't even think about how we're going through this on a day to day basis. And I think it's important to pay attention to the moments where you could lose yourself. Mm -hmm. Because these are those moments where we lose ourselves, is when we're not affirming our futures and when we're looking at other people's lives and basing our futures on somebody else's. So, you know, that's this week's Unicorn Gospel. Um, I might go cry when I get home again because, wow, I'm still thinking about... I was thinking about that film all day. It was just so powerful. Don't cry, Nanny. It's okay. It's, good. it's a good cry. cry. It's a good cry. <laughs> Look, planning it out. I think we're going to cry at about <laughs> 8.15 with 42 seconds into the minute. Yeah, but with that being said, Ron, how can we keep in touch with you? How can people follow what you have going on? Uh, you're just going to have to catch me, you know? Uh, you know what? Catch me. Yeah. You know, Instagram. I'll be on Instagram. I'll be on Twitter. My Instagram, Ron underscore Louie, L-O-U-I-S. And then my Twitter is Ron Louie underscore. But other than that, yeah. Catch I'll, him in traffic. Yeah, I'll be trying to stay out the way. And you have been listening to Eddie's Knocker Radio. We do this every single Tuesday, 6 to 6. 745, 8 o'clock, somewhere around there. We just talk until we can't talk no more. And we give y'all the love and energy and happy unicorn vibes that you need. Until we talk to you lovely people next Tuesday, peace, love, and happiness. Marie, you could go ahead and take us out.